0: It's time now for super psychologist, Dr. Mara Carpell and your golden years.
1: Good evening, and welcome to Dr. Mara
2: Carpell and your golden years. Right here. blogtalkradio.com and on com every Sunday evening at 5 p.m. Central Time, 6 p.m. Eastern Time. And today is Sunday, February the 27th, 2020, 2022. <laughs> And I'm psychologist Dr. Mara Karpel, and we are back live from beautiful Austin, Texas. And before I go any further, I want to mention that we are holding the Ukrainian people in our hearts today and throughout these days and praying for their safety while they're fighting to hold on to their democracy. Um, But we have a packed show for you this evening, and Art Mendoza of Accomplice Entertainment, producer of this program, is here to make the show run smoothly as usual. And a little while, right after the break, we'll be joined from the East Coast by Marcus Julian Carbo of Tai Chi Fit to discuss the benefits of Tai Chi for veterans and for the rest of us. And then later in the show, we'll be joined by musician Cass Clayton in Colorado to discuss what she's been up to, and we'll play some of her new music. Along the way, the twins Minerva and Ruben in Bay of Banderas, Mexico, will take us on another trip to a Mexico destination, and I'll say a few words along the way about finding our passion and purpose right here and right now in the midst of it all. And throughout this evening's program, we will have time to take your questions. So if you have any questions or comments for me or for my guests, please feel free to give a call. The toll-free number is 855-345-4720. That's 855-345-4720. Or you can email your question to me, and I will read your questions on the air. And the email address is drmara, D-R-M-A-R-A, at D R M A R A K A R P E L. drmarakarpe com, And after the program, you can hear this evening's show again by going to my website and the link to the podcast along with any website information that we give on the program will be posted later tonight. And you can also hear the podcast in as soon as five minutes after the show ends by going directly to blogtalkradio.com B-L-O-G, slash your golden years. And you can also hear it on Apple Podcasts five minutes after the show ends. This evening's program is produced by Accomplice Entertainment, Postal Productions, and Psyched Up Productions, and sponsored by AmightyGoodTime.com. Wondering what to do after you're 50? How about having a mighty good time? It's free to search, free to post, and much more. Whether it's in person or virtual, anything can be found to fill your day with others. So be more active and start filling your days. Go to amightygoodtime.com. That's amightygoodtime.com. So we're going to take a brief break. We're going to play just a couple of our sponsors' commercials. Um, It's going to be very brief, so don't go anywhere because we'll be right back with Marcus Julian Carbo to talk about Tai Chi and veterans.
3: Two five two nine two four zero. Dr. Mara's book The Passionate Life Creating
0: Vitality and Joy at any age is now available on Kindle and in paperback at Amazon Don't forget to listen to Dr. Mara Carpel and your golden years live from Austin, Texas every Sunday on blogtalkradio.com
2: And we're back. If you're just joining us, this is Dr. Mara Karpel in your golden years right here on blogtalkradio.com and on drmarakarpel.com. And now joining us on the phone from the East Coast, we have Marcus Julian Carbo of Tai Tai Chi Fit. And he's here to discuss Tai Chi for veterans and for the rest of us. Welcome, Marcus.
4: Thank you, Mara. Thank you for having me today. This is an absolute pleasure.
2: Thank you for joining us and I just want to mention um for you and also for listeners that there's a slight delay when we talk like this, so just so it doesn't trip you up and our listeners understand if there's any if there there's like a silent second <laughs> so So, how are you this evening?
4: I am fantastic. We are having a balmy 50-degree heat wave here in Philadelphia. So what can I say? It's T-shirts and jeans today.
2: (laughs) Break out the shorts. It's 50 degrees.
4: (laughs) Absolutely.
2: (laughs) So, so Marcus, I'm excited to talk with you. And uh, maybe before we get into the topic. Um, you can give our listeners a little bit uh, about your background.
4: Oh, sure. I'd be happy to, Mara. Uh, once again, I just want to thank you for having me and giving the Tai Chi for Veterans program a platform. Um, mm-hmm. About me, I came to Tai Chi um, in mm-hmm. right around the end of 2010, so it's been a while for me. And I came to it because I was nursing a few injuries at the time, and it was honestly one of the only exercise programs I could get to the end of. (laughs) Uh And over the course of a couple of years, I came to a point where I thought about all of the benefits that I was getting with Tai Chi. I found that a lot of my injuries, the soft tissues around them were getting stronger My flexibility was returning, not to what it was prior to the injuries, but it was returning slowly. And as that was happening, of course, there were mental things going on, right? I was getting a little more confidence and boosts, and that was helping with all of the things that happen with life that we all have to carry on our shoulders. And one day, it just kind of came to me, like, I want to teach so I got a little deeper into things and like a lot of folks, I came to that sort of fort in the road where I knew I needed to change the way I lived. At the time I was one of those power brokers and not well known in Philadelphia, but I had a little cloud. I had a little glass where I was and I wasn't carrying it well. I really, really wasn't. I was in a way, living someone else's life. And so I had that kind of hit the wall at 70 miles an hour moment. Mm -hmm. And in that moment, I realized that I hadn't been doing my Tai Chi practice for about six months. And at that moment, I realized I needed to turn what was, making me healthy, what was keeping me balanced and centered into the thing that I do. And so Mm. that was about, that was April of 2016. And we got off to the races. I started in the park. I think it was April 4th of that year. And did a bunch of advertisements. We were going to be in the park, and no one showed up. (laughs) (laughs) I did my Tai Chi all by myself. But the people started to trickle in over time so that by the end of that season, around October, I got the idea to reach out to our local VA. Now, I myself, being a veteran, had a had a relationship with our local VA already, and I wanted to share those benefits of Tai Chi with my veteran community. So I reached out to the Philly VA, and we started to set up the VA Philadelphia Tai Chi program. Well, we weren't the only ones. Unbeknownst to me, all around the country, a ton of Tai Chi instructors were doing the exact same thing, reaching out to their local VAs and building little volunteer. I say ton, it was a few of us, but enough of us where it was putting Tai Chi on the map within the VA. And Mm -hmm. then the Mission Act came out. And David Dorian Ross, the founder of Tai Chi Fit, uh, who I like to call the Carl Sagan of Tai Chi,
2: uh-huh. he's the
4: guy that brought Tai Chi to the masses, right? He can, he's the host of the Great Courses series on Tai Chi, so the one that Neil deGrasse Tyson does the um, course for, uh, Cosmology. So he's mm-hmm. that guy for us, Right. And he built a relationship with uh, United Healthcare through Optum and with the VA to be the uh, administrator of the Tai Chi program as a modality within the VA's community care network. I know that's a lot of words, but basically, the network within the VA that allows veterans to receive care in their communities that the VA either doesn't have access to, funding for, or the veteran can't get to those services that are available within the VA. Mm -hmm. And as we know over the last 10 years, the idea of whole body, whole health, taking care of the whole patient has become very front and center in the world of medicine. And so Tai Chi, yoga, acupuncture, even a few Native American ceremonial practices, were added to the community care network's modality list, if you will.
1: Mm-hmm.
4: And David Dorian Ross, G Fit, took over the responsibility of building the network of tai Chi instructors coast to coast for our vets. And it just so happened, it just so happened through a stroke of luck, uh, David Dorian and I had worked together briefly in 2017 for World Tai Chi Day, and Philadelphia happened to be ground zero for the Tai Chi CCN program. We happened to both find out of it, about it around the same time, reached out to each other, and have been to get working together ever since to build a network of instructors that goes coast to coast. And as of right now, Veterans that have 19 different states, because we have to, as you know, with the U.S. healthcare system, we have to turn different things on at different places to match different state laws and what have you.
1: Right, Um, right.
4: (laughs) So 19 (laughs) different states on the eastern seaboard have been met and have Tai Chi available in their communities uh, for their veterans. And these are things that vets can just go to their doctors and asking, hey, doc, I want to add Tai Chi to my repertoire. Do you think it's going to be good? And they can talk about adding Tai Chi to their overall medical practice and get one of our fantastic instructors, if not me, um, to guide them on that path to really generating that, that ability to build your own fire from within, If I can put that in a way.
2: Let's let's talk about that. Like what what are the benefits of Tai Chi, specifically for veterans, but really for everybody?
4: So I, in Tai Chi, there's always that idea that we're all one. And so I look at veterans as just one aspect of the entire human experience. And because one aspect of what they've gone through is – turned up in a sense, it gives us a chance to look at all of our lives and and the things that are stressors and traumas and issues that maybe we're not either dealing with or maybe are deeper than we want to admit at times. And so one of the things that Mm -hmm. Tai Chi does is it brings your awareness to you, back to you, away from the rest of the world. Because you're trying to, once again, get your body to dance with itself the way you used to play when you were a kid, the way you forgot mm-hmm. to play when you got older, and you had to sit in a cubicle and type at a desk in a highly ill ergonomic world. That is not a word, but it is now.
1: <laughs> mm-hmm. Right. <laughs>
4: and what the veterans get, is. They get to feel their confidence, and I'm really speaking anecdotally here, but you start to feel your confidence come back in a sense that you feel your strength coming back. Um, When you're serving, you're constantly getting stronger. You're constantly working out. You're constantly learning your MOS or your your, uh, military occupation. And you're getting better and better and better. And then one day that comes to an end. And you, and you take another path in life. And those tools that you had to be strong aren't the same. And if you're not given new tools, if you're not given a new map, how can you reach back to those old feelings? Because they're still out there. Mm-hmm. But you have to be able to find them again. So by turning your awareness internally... By literally, and I do mean this literally, by having you dance and trying to balance on one foot and get your arms and legs and head and spine to work together, what you are not worried about is anything happening outside your space of physical influence because you're trying not to fall on your face.
1: Right. (laughs)
4: And that is a great thing to keep one's concentration. Now, imagine that over time what happens you start to get a break from the things that are stressing you. All the meanwhile, you're strengthening your body. Now, I'm kind of a meathead. I'll admit that. I follow The Rock and Chris Hemsworth and all the big Marvel guys on IG. And Uh one of the things we talk about a lot is time under tension, keeping the muscles in a place where they're engaged, well, that slow pace of Tai Chi that we see where you're gliding from heel to heel and it looks so graceful as if a person is swimming in the air, that is your muscles being engaged the entire time, your your thighs, your ligaments, your calves, your ankles, your upper body and core are making this this floating flower, if you will, this sort of willow in the air that looks very peaceful but takes so much of this effort. And then you have to make it look calm or you're trying to make it look calm. So you're breathing into it and you're getting lost in it, quite frankly.
1: Mm -hmm. And
4: wow, what a vacation from life that happens to be. So you get this amazing physical experience because you will, in fact, be breathing heavy at the end and and feeling as if you've had a good workout. Not exhausted, not as if you were actually the rock working out, but Uh feeling like you had a good, you you just woke up on a really, really good day and you're ready to face the world.
1: That's Mm -hmm. the kind of
4: workout we all want, right? Yeah. Now, from a scientific standpoint, all of that dopamine and serotonin that has been releasing as you've been every once in a while, getting it right and feeling good in the moment, you've had these little triumphs over the last 30 minutes, 45 minutes. Now, you don't know it, but your brain does. And you get this wonderful experience at the end of it where now you're looking forward to the next one. So you take that experience away from you, wherever it is, into your drive home or into your after your lunch break as you're sneaking out of the office for some Tai Chi. Uh And
5: then you start to get a little more
3: excited about
4: the next class. And suddenly your mental space is thinking about Tai Chi a little more, putting you in that space, that memory space where you're, you're thinking and reliving those emotions and feelings that you had in class. And so mm-hmm. you create that positive feedback loop in a sense. If, if you're going to have an addiction, this is the one to have. <laughs>
1: right,
2: right. And, and the way that I've always thought of um, Tai Chi and, and you know, is, would you agree, is kind of like a moving meditation
4: Absolutely, absolutely. We're kind of the water to yoga's wood, if you will. As if, you know, yoga is strong, it grows out of the ground, it's very rooted, and it's how, you can feel very strong and empowered with yoga. With Tai Chi, very much that dance, it's that movement, it's that literal flow, and the, the earth kind of becomes your riverbed, and you become the water on it. Yeah, it's a wonderful dance at that point.
2: So now with um, your classes, are they all in person or are you doing any classes virtually for people who might not live near a studio or wherever you're giving classes?
4: So thankfully, what is available to everyone is both online and in person. The way the program works generally, the way it's supposed to work on paper is that when a vet talks to his doctor, he can request their type, uh, Tai Chi as a referral, and the doc will look for a, a, an instructor or provider within a certain radius of the hospital. If the vet wants to go in person, we'll find them a, well, we, the VA will find them a local provider. But if they want to do their online thing, and they can get in contact with one of our providers, which they can. Um, they mm-hmm. can get either that provider's MPI number or contact number. Give that to their their medical provider within the VA and hook up with that provider online, which is really awesome. We actually just had a um, a marine, a former marine, work with one of our instructors in. Pittsburgh, and that vet is coming out of the eastern side, and actually out of my half of Pennsylvania. So Uh it's a very versatile program, so awesome that, you know, we're not limited by personalities or geography. If Tai Chi with you and me doesn't quite work, I know someone it will work for you with, and I can link you up with that person and You guys can go off on your journey together. It's pretty awesome. This is one of the first times that so many different Tai Chi instructors from so many different disciplines and experience levels have come together under one roof, and it has has given many, many dividends to the communities that we're serving.
2: So what about people who aren't veterans? Do you have programs for non-veterans as well?
4: so with other folks that we have each of our instructors have their interaction their business models their uh, customer service programs right and we work within the Taiji fit instructor community to kind of guide everybody so that we can serve the most amount of people possible localities Gyms have a lot of different programs that local instructors will sign up for, like the Silver Sneakers program, for instance, for seniors. Mm-hmm. You'll have instructors sign up for that and, and offer that to the seniors in their community. And then their seniors and their vets work together. There's also, hey, I want to take Tai Chi and I'm willing to you know, pay you 30 bucks a class. That's always a welcome thing too. So there's plenty of ways that you can link up with your local tai chi instructor and or through our network anyone really in the country that you want to work with.
2: Right. And your network is Taiji Fit, right?
4: That's that's right. That's our headquarters. That's Taiji Fit, T A I J I F I T like Tai Chi Fit, right? Like get in shape. dot net. And, um, yeah, all of the details and instructions for the program are there. You'll get an introduction to our founder, David Dorian. Um, there's a couple of picks and things of me on there, a lot of our instructors, and uh, all the links to our social media and uh, descriptions for the program are there as well. And actually how to sign up for the program to learn how to become an instructor and join this really awesome movement to provide Tai Chi for our veterans. Now, long-term, the things that are happening in the VA are still worked with through private insurance. So right now, Medicare is also looking, we have to assume Medicare would be looking at Tai Chi and its efficiency or all of these modalities these efficiencies do they work are they good what's Mm. our retention rates now i'm all for proof is in the pudding so if our people aren't getting better if they're not seeing results then absolutely i think this should stay where it's at or maybe go away entirely but being that i'm sort of proof that it works and that um, we mm-hmm. see so much in the way of results. Our retention rates, uh, and I have to give a quick shout-out to Clayton Crosley down in Savannah, Georgia, for putting a lot of these numbers together. He's our national coordinator with the VA inside, so I mm-hmm. work with all of the instructors, and he works directly as our liaison within the VA, which is, is really awesome. He, he does fantastic work. But in the program we have something to the to the tune of seventy eight to eighty percent retention rates of our veterans once they get into the program.
1: Wow. Because
4: our our, our the thing, the magic about Taiji Fit and the method of Taiji Fit is that it's not about getting it right. It's mm-hmm. not about being exact, where gone are the days of walking into the mountains and becoming a mom. It's really just about getting back in touch with you, right? Mm -hmm. And feeling that movement, feeling community, feeling that dopamine, serotonin, all those nice little endorphin releases while you're getting your workout on. (laughs) Sneakily getting your workout on.
1: Right. (laughs)
2: <laughs> so, do you have um, do you have Tai Chi that's accessible for people who, let's say, can't stand if they have to, you know, sit while they're exercising? Do you have seated Tai Chi as well?
4: We absolutely do. That is the fantastic thing about Tai Chi: um, seated, lying down, standing up, doing backflips, or even just closing your eyes, Tai Chi can be done mm. by any fitness level at any point at any time in life, assuming your doctor, as always, assume, always go to your doctor to make sure you are healthy enough to engage in any activity, of course. But sure. it has been my experience that 99% of the population, given that my <laughs> my one of my favorite students is percent I now uh-huh. <laughs> and she's wow. a bit fire um, yeah hey I'm going to go on a limb and say just about anybody can do this and mm-hmm. just have fun with it
2: yeah Tai Chi is now very popular in senior communities um, you know because of the benefits and it's not you know there's no shock you know there's no shock to doing that exercise you're not jumping up and down and you know, hurting your joints or anything like that. So, yeah. So, so tai with a J, fit dot net would be the best place for people to look it up, and and for veterans who would be um, within the VA to request um, tai chi.
4: So that is correct, Mara. The best place to go is taiji.fit with that J.I., and vets can inquire within their V.A.s with their providers. Now, whenever you're doing, I'm not saying if you need an ophthalmology appointment, the Tai Chi is for you, but (laughs) if you're working with orthopedics, if you're working with even oncology, say you have to recover from a very aggressive radiation treatment, you're going to need to get those blood cells reforming, get your bone density back up. And this is a very easy exercise that can start to build you up mm. back to the path of recovery. Uh, you'll notice that I'm not very woo-woo in my approach to right. psychology, very scientific. Right. Uh, because I think... Very
2: practical.
1: Yes.
4: <laughs> uh-huh. Yes, because the magic comes in once you, once you start to do it. Um, so, yeah, uh, so acquiring from within with their doctor and just asking, it never hurts. Mm-hmm. There's also volunteer programs within the VA that a lot of our instructors are a part of. And so you can actually get a sampling of what you're going to get into or see if you want to get involved in the Tai Chi at all. It, there's really no commitment. Okay. It's really kind of come as you are. <laughs>
2: right. Okay. All right. So um, I'm going to post that website link on my post about this show later tonight. So if people missed it, they could just go there and click on it. Um, and – and for people to hear, do so you have a podcast as well? So
4: I I do have a podcast, Mara. I appreciate that. I do the ChiCast, and you can find that on social media, actually on YouTube, uh, YouTube channel, slash C slash with Marcus. Uh, we do the ChiCast. It comes out every Monday. You can catch a lot of the test footage that we've been building for this bloopers and all sorts of funny stuff that's up there right now. Um, But, yeah, I I like to sort of tongue-in-cheek the voice of mindfulness thing, obviously. But um, it's a podcast to bring mindfulness to the rest of us in a practical way. How do you apply Tai Chi to ordering coffee?
1: (laughs) Uh
2: Uh-huh. Okay.
4: All right. Because if it doesn't help you take out the trash, what good is it? <laughs>
2: right. <laughs> so so the best way would be go to YouTube, and then what is building? It's with Marcus?
4: Just with Marcus. So hashtag with Marcus on any of the social medias, Facebook, TikTok, IG, Twitter. Just with Marcus, and you'll see me, voice of mindfulness. Um, and I, I love the pick that you chose. Thank you so much for <laughs> being glad. That's quiet. a great
2: picture. <laughs> yeah,
1: <laughs>
2: it's awesome. So I'm I'm going to post that as well on my on the website post about this show. And I'm gonna I'm looking forward to hearing your podcast.
4: Awesome, Mark. I so, can't thank you enough for the opportunity to come and speak with you this evening.
2: And thank you, thank you so much. And let's stay in touch because I'd love to have you come back. I'm sure there is more to talk about.
4: Oh, I'm, I'm right. at your disposal at any time.
2: Okay. Well, you take care now, all right, and have a good evening. All right. Enjoy the balmy weather. <laughs> okay. <laughs>
4: all right. Enjoy Austin. <laughs> Peace and love.
2: All right. Thanks. All right. Bye bye. All right. We're going to take a brief break. Um, don't go anywhere. We'll be right back.
0: Super psychologist Dr. Mara Carpell will be back after words from our sponsors.
2: All right, and we're back. If you're just joining us, this is Dr. Mara Corpel and your golden years right here on blogtalkradio.com and on drmarakarpel.com. And I just have a few minutes before we go on to the next segment where we have a lot coming up this evening. Um, but I wanted to talk a little bit, a continuation of last week in light of the things that are going on in the world right now. So last week I talked about how finding meaning and passion in your life might be uh, responding to what you are called to do in the moment. So um, I had spoken over the last two years during this pandemic about how a lot of people had to give up what, or at least put on hold um, their path of their dreams because they just couldn't do it during the pandemic that might have involved being around a lot of people or just things just not being available. And I talked about how maybe we're being called to do something bigger, to be kind to other people, to help other people. Um, And there are always going to be times in your life where there are crises, where you have to stop doing what you're doing on your path and rather than looking at it as an obstacle to actually look at it as an opportunity to live your dharma to do something really important um helping another person who is in crisis who's in need might be at that moment more important than following that path that you've been on and you might discover that that is really the path that you want to be on, helping other people, um, doing these, doing, you know, in doing, giving your gift to help people um, and discovering this this gift that you have. Um, I had talked about the blog that I wrote where I was, called upon to help my mom while she was in the hospital and I gave up everything else. I flew up to New York and I was there for six weeks to really just, that was my focus. And that was my dharma. I realized at that moment that that was my purpose in life. And, you know, that wasn't continuous, thankfully. I came back to do other things in my life and but it gave me a different perspective about what's really important. And I think that when we are helping other people and we're putting our focus on having compassion for other people, really um, it turns out to be the passion in our lives. That it's a feedback loop. When we help other people, it helps us to find more meaning in our lives. And on that In that regard, what's happening right now in the world, in Ukraine, I don't want to ignore that, that right now we can't do anything physically. Most of us can't do anything physically to help the people in Ukraine in this situation that they're in right now where they're being, they're having a really fight for their freedom against an aggressor. Um, But we can do some things to help us out. For those of us who have um, the financial ability to donate whatever amount of money we can, it could be just every small amount help we can give to organizations that we, um, that we trust to help the people in Ukraine. So for example, UNICEF right now um, is helping the children in Ukraine and they are supporting um, children with safe water and you know doing emergency health um, for children that's their focus UNICEF is focused on children and that's a very well-known organization that where we can help um, there is an organization called Voices of Children, which is a Ukrainian organization. It's a charitable foundation that helps provide psychological and psychosocial support to children who are affected by the armed conflict. Um, there, all of these, I'm going to post the link to the, the website. These were all on the NPR website. Uh, vetted, fully vetted organizations where um, you know we can give with competence and feel like we are doing something. When we feel helpless, it it leads to depression. But when we are actually doing something, it can really make a difference. The International Committee of the Red Cross, Save the Children, which is based in London. Um, and they're providing aid to children in the Ukraine. In Ukraine, um, the UN Refugee Agency, CARE, C-A-R-E, is raising money for Ukraine Crisis Fund, International Medical Corps, and then there are Doctors Without Borders who are uh, reorganizing to go and help the um, Ukrainian people who need medical care. So. Again, if doing something to help people going through a crisis can feel very fulfilling to us and we can make a difference in the world. Okay, so now we're going to play a little of art music about Mexico, Puntamita time, and then we're going to go to our, um, converse, my conversation with the twins, Ruben and Minerva, in Uhm, Bay, Mexico, who are going to take us on a Mexico donation, and then we'll be speaking with Cass Clayton, musician in Colorado.
6: the frigate, flying so high now, shows a man where to fish, watch me send this. he
2: lies in his hand. Hola guys, how are you today?
7: Hola, Hola. we're how good, how are you?
2: We're good, we're good, what's new, what's new over there?
7: Well, I already started Person the the classes I was going to like two weeks and and online and right now I'm going.
2: Great. How is that? Do you like that better in person?
7: Yeah, it's more easy. Yeah.
2: Okay. Have you been surfing, Ruben?
5: Right now, do because I.
2: What happened?
5: I was playing basketball and I hurt myself. Oh no. Yeah, but I'm waiting like the good way to start my surfing again.
2: Yeah, I hope you can get back to it soon. Yeah. Okay. So where are you taking us today? All right, Minerva, take us away. Chichen
7: Itza is located 115 kilometers from the city of Mérida, Yucatán, taking highway number 180 towards the town of Piste, from which the archaeological site is 2 kilometers away. The visitor can arrive at the site, means of public transport to Chichen Itza is the best example of the migratory movement that took place in Mesoamerica towards the early brings together features of material culture from both the Mayan area and central Mexico, particularly of protect
5: affiliation. Chichen Itza was the capital of a large territory in the Yucatan Peninsula, heated by the Mayapan League from 987 to 1200 AD. The Chichen Itza archaeological zone is famous worldwide for the play of light and shadow that occurs at each equinox on the steps of the pyramidal base known as El Castillo. In this, the sun, as it rises up above the horizon, illuminates the western alfalfa of the plain, creating triangles of light and shadow that seem to descend to the serpent's heat in the par- parade of the alfalfa.
7: Chichen Itza is open Monday to Sunday from 8 a.m. to 5 p.m. Most people will stay in Merida and take a bus or other means of growth travel to go to Chichen Itza. (laughs) (laughs) Sorry
1: about
7: the research.
2: (laughs) He's got to have his say. So Chichen Itza sounds like a very spiritual place. Yeah, it sounds beautiful. Yeah, I'd like to go there one day, see the pyramids. So thank you. Yeah, it's very
7: interesting.
2: Yeah, you haven't been there yet, huh? No. No. Okay, well, good place to travel to. Well, guys, thank you so much again. Have a wonderful day and adios. Adios.
6: Hello. Have a nice day, too. Thank you. The road is too straight for me to follow Put me sleep. I'm going to fly up on the Apollo I'm cold Beyond space and time Don't you try to
2: our next guest, who's joining us from Colorado, Cass Clayton. Welcome, Cass. Thank you so much, Mara. It's good to be back. Yeah, it's good to have you back. It's been a while. How have you been? It really has.
8: Oh, my gosh. I think I've I've been like the rest of humanity. I've gone through everything a human can go through in the last two years.
2: (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Yeah. I feel good. Yeah. Okay. Um, And during this time where things were kind of closed down, what were you doing? You know, I, mean, I think in
8: the beginning I was really resting because I, you know, work and, you know, the, the music business just was keeping me really, really busy. And, you know, late nights and never any break in action. And we had gone from finishing one album right into creating the next one, two albums in a row. And so I didn't realize how tired I was. So I think like a lot of people, um, initially when I thought it was just going to be a really short break, uh, I was just like taking it easy (laughs) Uh and really enjoying the ability to do that. And then, you know, when that wore off and I'd cleaned all the closets in my house and all, all the (laughs) stuff that we do, I started kind of getting creative again, and we started doing another album. Great. Um, And, you know, also a lot of internal processes, you know, a lot of realizations about what was going on in the world. And like everybody, I was – I think everybody was processing that in their own unique way, and that's where a lot of these songs came from.
2: Okay. So was that song that we just played, was that from your new album? yeah and that album
8: hasn't been released yet you You're the first one to play that song, so oh, wow. um we that'll come out on the the next album when we release it. It'll probably get released as a single first and then we'll uh we'll-, we'll release a few singles as we always do and then eventually a full album
2: can you can you tell us the yes that song? To answer your
8: question yes yeah so okay. you know i this song is so complex because So for years, you know, Mara, I've been, you know, going within and meditating. I've spent a lot of my life in very deep, visiting, you know, different spiritual centers around the country. And I lived on an ashram for a while. So when things started to shut down, I really took that deep dive and went within. And a lot of my discoveries about myself and humanity have to do with our bigger bigger hidden heritage is part of a galactic community. And I know that'll sound really um, implausible for a lot of people, but when you begin to understand the truth of what humans really are and how magnificent we are and the the true powers we have to change the world through the resonance of high vib- vibrations, the, the highest one being unconditional love, we know we're mm-hmm. all here to do a job. And that song is really about missing the unconditional love of our galactic heritage and being down here on earth to do a mission but sometimes missing the feeling of unconditional love that we get when we kind of break out in our meditations and are one with everything
2: Hmm. okay that's very deep
8: it is and you know I, i always a lot of these songs you know they have like a superficial level where you can just like I always write them so that you can just think of this as a song like going out into outer space, but really it's the inner space that takes us into our ability to communicate with everything, our mm-hmm. higher selves mm-hmm. and and beings of great, great love and great light who
1: mm-hmm.
2: have been
8: guiding humanity since the beginning.
2: Wow, okay. So now this is on your new album that will be coming out soon that you wrote during the... During the lockdown. Yes. Yeah. Yes. I, so
8: this will get released as a single at some point this year, um, probably um, in, in a few months. And then we will eventually, in September, release the full album.
2: Okay. Okay. How many albums do you have now already?
8: So we have two full-length albums and one shorter um, EP, which is an, an an extended play which really means it's shorter which has never made sense to me but the first one was five songs and then the last two albums have been 11 songs each and um and we've always you know just kind of not put a lot of pressure on ourselves just let the creative process flow and whatever I was going through personally would end up in the songs so this album is really different it's really much much more about humanity, even the songs, like I sent you another one today that I think you're playing later in the show, but, Mm -hmm. um, you know, how, how people tend to get sucked in by authority figures. In the case of that song, it's about a preacher and, you know, I grew up in the Baptist church and, and religion is given a great deal of weight, but again, if you put that weight on an authority figure and allow them to tell us what to do without checking in on the inside, you, they, a, a lot of these leaders don't have any more enlightenment th- than the rest of us and may even lead us down a dark path, right? You know, like mm-hmm. you have to check in with yourself.
2: Right. Right. So we're going to play that song right now, okay? That's, okay. Um, is that cool. we're all going down? <laughs> we're
8: all going down.
2: <laughs> all right. Okay. So hang on the line and we'll come back and talk a little bit more after we play that song. Sounds good.
1: Okay. Okay.
2: Is that also on the new album?
8: It will be, yeah. Okay. Yeah, well, I, we're actually working on a music video for that song, and then that'll, that'll get released as a single in a couple months and then um, eventually be on the album. Cool,
2: cool. So so yeah. now what are you doing now, um, now that that you've recorded these songs? Are, are things starting to open up for performing or not yet? They are.
8: You know, it's it's not the same as it was because so many venues closed. So it's a tighter, more competitive environment. I think it's harder for venues that the ones that, who, that did survive are still, you know, in many cases paying off their debt. Um, so,
1: mm-hmm.
8: you know, we've been very careful about where we, we book events, festivals. Um, we've been selective because, um, you know, there's just... You know, it has to be the right situation for us to be out there. Um, mainly because, you know, we have a standard for what what I believe that m- musicians and artists should be paid. So even mm-hmm. you know, even if we love the venue, if they just can't do it, then you know, we totally honor that and we understand it. But at the same time, you know, we're in the same position they are, and, and musicians have to get paid as well. And I pay the band, so sure. So I'd say our playing field is smaller, but the remaining um, situations that we've aligned with are really beautiful. And, and we have a, an audience that is growing and, and loves the music. So we're really grateful to still have that through all of this.
2: Great. So, so how can people find out where you're playing, when you're playing, and also download your music, what's so been out, and find out when the new – stuff is coming out? Uh, thanks for asking. So we have a website
8: which is CassClayton.com. My name is Cass and it's C A S S. So mm-hmm. CassClayton.com, there's a place where people can listen to music, download it, and then also, of course, all the platforms where people find their music Spotify. Um, if you look up Cass Clayton on Spotify, you'll find us. And, um, you know, same with Tidal and all the other platforms that, you know, Amazon and um, Apple Music, we're pretty much everywhere, and we continue to release music pretty regularly, so we always have our creative juices are flowing, and we're always kind of looking forward to the next thing, just because we don't always know what's going to happen either. Every time I'm in the studio, we surprise ourselves, because we have uh-huh. a kind of an unusual process where we go in with the musicians. Our musicians don't even know the music before we walk in. It, it kind of forms in the studio, which
1: wow. is
2: it's
8: got a lot of energy and, and often surprises me. Mhm.
1: Mhm.
2: And do you have a calendar on your website as well about where you're playing? We do, where you, yeah. are? hmm Okay, great. Yes, that's on the shows page,
8: so we always keep that updated and um, for people who use bands in town we also post everything on that app. But it's always on our website and um, yeah, we're we've got a lot of good stuff coming up and the summer will be hopefully even more normal. Last summer was somewhat kind of getting back, doing festivals again, being outside. And I think this summer will even be more of that. Great.
2: Yeah. I hope so. I hope so. I hope so. I hope so. Thank- <laughs> yeah. Well, I'll be posting that on my, my website tonight. Later tonight, I'll post what? those oh, link. Thank, um, thank you so much for, for coming back on the program and, Oh, thank you so much for having me. I appreciate um, it. I love what you're doing. And I'm sure we'll speak again soon. And good luck. I hope that you you get more, you get to perform more. Yes, thank you. That's, I think,
8: what we hope for all of our musician friends out there, that
2: things kind of start returning to probably a new version of normal, but I think it's going that,
8: that direction. So thank you. Right. All right.
2: Well, you have a very good evening, okay? Thanks. You too, Mara. Great talking with you. All right. Okay. Bye-bye now. Bye-bye. All right. right. Well, I'm going to, before Art knocks us off the air, let me all let you know what's coming up in the next couple of weeks. Um, Next two weeks, we'll be playing some of our favorite encore shows while I go up to the Northeast, um, where I'll be giving a talk to seniors up there. Um, And then I'll be back on March 20th with Elise Krenzel. She'll be back on the program. She's here in Austin and she'll be talking about her new book, Under My Skin, her memoir about her work in the seventies as a rock and roll journalist. And if you want to hear tonight's program again and read the information from this program, go to my website, drmarikarpel.com. And, all of the links that we talked about on the program, website links, will be posted later tonight along with the podcast. And if you want to hear the podcast in as soon as five minutes from now, go directly to Blog Talk Radio, B-L-O-G, slash, Your Golden Years, or you can find it on Apple Podcasts. And be sure to follow me on Facebook, Dr. Mara Carpell, Your Golden Years, to find out what's coming up next. This show was produced by Accomplice Entertainment, Postal Productions, and Psyched Up Productions and sponsored by A MightyGoodtime.com. And thank you to my guests, Marcus, Julian Carbo, Cass Clayton, Minerva, and Ruben in Mexico. And thank you to Art. Thank you all for listening. Have a peaceful night, an inspiring couple of weeks. And remember, youth have no age. Good night, everyone. Stay safe
1: mm. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm.